coming up on Pass the Secret Sauce. If I'm running a business, right, and let's say I'm hiring an expert in marketing, I am not telling Monster and Indeed and public that the reason I'm I'm hiring it is because we lost 40% of our business because right. it was based on events and the pandemic happened, right? So yeah. I'm going to make up some gobbledygook, right? But the problem on the candidate side is that if you go in there saying, okay, that's what the truth is, I'm going to align to that, that's what I'm going to talk about, right? If you, if you don't get to what is really going on in the first interview, you failed. There's no yeah. way back from that, okay? There's no leverage you have. So assume that first and foremost, assume every job posting is completely lying to you and none of that is the truth. So you don't have to worry about, about aligning to it. Again, having a process that that overrides it will give you the best uh, way to stand out and, mm -hmm. and get that traction regardless. The other thing though here, you know, in terms of, in terms of what we're talking about, Traditional hiring has become so expensive and it's become uh, the ROI has become so low. all these ATS systems and all of this has not the promise of that, which was supposed to be better hires who hang around longer and ideally perform better has been a complete failure. So mm -hmm. that hasn't worked. And so what we're seeing is that quietly companies across the board are shoveling money, not into more recruiting, more hiring, but they're actually shoveling it into incentives, bonus programs for their existing talent workforce. They're saying, hey, look, we, we want to institute programs. We want to put in rewards. We want you to actually take your own networking more seriously. And, and, and we want to deploy you and reward you where possible for, for bringing, for bringing in the right people. So I will tell you the people that I work with, you know, uh, personally, for us, our solution at this point even includes, we have a proprietary LinkedIn automation software, which basically takes care of all the outreach, all the networking and everything for you. But you don't have to go that far if you're not, if you're not there. But the way that you want to think about this is if you're talking to the right people and they respect who you are, and there's a professional basis for the call that you are able to hold. In other words, you know that the reason I'm talking to you, you know, I'm taking 30 minutes out of my day out of a very full client calendar because I see value in your pathway. I think that there are parallels and I think that there would be value there. Welcome to the show. I'm Matt Shields. On Pass the Secret Sauce, we unscramble the life stories, skills, and secrets from the most wicked smart minds and interesting people to uncover their experience and recipes for success that will help you get an edge on your own life. My goal is to help you rein in on the chaos that life throws at us by learning from other high achievers. If you're new to the show, we have episodes with founders, CEOs, investors, and leaders. So if you like to learn and are motivated to improve your life, then kick back and listen to our guests pass their secret sauce. I am Anish Majumdar. I'm a career coach and expert in the hidden job market. You know, truth be told, I grew up in a you know very conservative Indian household. You know, it was me, my younger brother, and my parents, and uh, things were very formal. So the so the strange thing was, you know, in our dinner table, we we never developed the ability to sort of confide, to sort of have that interchange. And so what happened was for a lot of us and for myself and my brother as well, we kind of learned that, hey, you know what? When it came to the big challenges in our lives, we actually have to deal with it entirely on our own. And what we share with our parents are the highlights, you know? And so I know in some ways, you know, a very different kind of quality than the than the one I enjoy with my with my kids and my wife today, you know? But I do think that at the heart of that, sometimes the most formative things can actually be 
exactly the opposite of 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 what you of what you want. And sometimes you need to experience that other side in order yeah. to actually say, hey, you know what, this is important to me. And and certainly one thing that that those awkward, awkward as heck <laughs> dinners taught me was, you know, no matter who we are, we have to be able to communicate with each other. And and we are creatures that do our best when we're sort of weaving a tapestry in and amongst ourselves. And no matter how brilliant you are, how talented, how gifted you are, you are not going to be able to do this. You're not going to be able to get to the goal that you're after on your own. For sure, it's not happening. And so yeah. that's probably the number one thing I took away from those from those early days. Yeah, interesting. And, and would you say that you had any... Uh, entrepreneurial influences early on, or is this something that you know you you jumped into entrepreneurialism sort of on your own? What, what would you say there? Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I uh, I think like many of the kind of entrepreneurs and business owners and CEOs I've gotten a chance to know through my work, it wasn't originally part of the game plan. For me, I discovered acting, and uh, in my twenties, I was a film and TV actor, theater actor, and that was cool. that was like the the first aha moment I had, honestly, I was, you know, believe it or not, I'm a deeply introverted person. And mm -hmm. getting up on stage was the first time where all of these, you know, my mom is schizophrenic, we had all this stuff that we were not telling anyone, we were just mm -hmm. trying to be something we were not through the lens of acting was the first time where I was like, Hey, wait a minute, there could be a value in all of this, right? Mm -hmm. That there's the, 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 this is energy that I can put towards it. So that set me off on a path. Certainly the actor's path is probably the worst you can imagine in terms of getting ahead. It is the most brutal version of a job interview ever because you get rejected 98% of the yeah. time, no matter how good you are, you do the job, you're treated well, if you, you know, if you're lucky, but then you're, you're, you're right back to where you were. The acting career makes it almost impossible to strategically leverage the jobs that you've had. You're always back on square one. You're always having to reprove. So that's where I was at in my 20s. At, you know, as I was doing that, I was building a career as a journalist and a writer. Uh, my mom, uh, before she took sick, was an English teacher. So she had kind of given me a leg up there. And uh, as I started freelancing, as I started writing, that became a, a larger and larger part of my life. And through all of this, right, as a sideline, I started working with job seekers, people who are trying to, to better their professional lives, you know, using my writing and marketing capabilities to help them. And I have to tell you, you know, it was the first time in my life where, you know, I started getting to know these people. I remember specifically this guy, Arthur, 52 years old, jumps on the phone with me, ostensibly needs help with his resume. And what changed it all for me was realizing I'm hearing this guy tell his story. And he spent 20 plus years working at an architectural firm in, in Manhattan. He thought he had been doing great work, had won awards for his work in all of this. He's like, Anish, I feel like a fool. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I'm in my 50s right now. I didn't, I was banking on the promises that they had had told me. All of that is gone. I didn't sock anything away in terms of my own equity, my own thing. I thought my work would speak for itself. Now I'm out here, I'm supposed to like compete with people who are 20 years younger than me, 30 years younger than me. And frankly, I just feel like a failure. You know, I feel like I failed. And uh, it, it maybe it was because when I heard that it was, you know, I had my journey had forced me to generate my own opportunities my whole life. Mm -hmm. But there was something in me where I said, you know, there's got to be something else. Here. There's got to be a there's something fundamentally wrong here that someone is looking at their journey that way and is it, it has their heart ripped out of them in that way. But B, 
I knew by that point that there's more than one way to skin a cat. And I knew people tell you, oh, you can network your way to job, da, 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 but you can't make that, you can't make that a strategy. You can't yeah, actually yeah. run with that. And so it started, you know, mainly out of defiance. I was like, look, I'm going to, I'm going to see because I don't, I'm, I don't suffer from those limitations. So I went out there. It took me the better part of six years, cost my family almost everything that we had. We were maybe six months away from bankruptcy when I, when the final pieces of this came together, but I learned with every business expert I could, every network networking expert I could to put together an end-to-end -end solution. So that, for example, someone like you who has, I don't think, I think you would agree with me. Your journey is atypical to the max. Mm -hmm. Your journey is singular to that. The worst mistake you could do right now is to go out there, look at some job postings or look at some people on LinkedIn and try to like somehow reverse engineer yourself to be that you're never going to, no one's ever going to buy that. And, yeah. and that is exactly the way to take your strengths and make them a vulnerability. So once I started realizing, wait a minute, there's an end to end here where you can, if you want, completely skip the job postings. You can skip trying to, to prove or have you convince these low level gatekeepers. And instead, we can have you actually building relationships with people who are more like you, i.e. the top of the top, people who've mm -hmm. actually leveraged it. We'll have you talking to them as an expert and we'll have you taking a more entrepreneurial approach, if you will, towards this, this, this outcome. I think every one of us could benefit from looking at our future, not through the lens of perfect job, perfect company. None of that makes sense. It never did, but it especially is now. Think of it this way. Success is a universe of opportunities that you are able to generate relatively easily anywhere in the world, exactly the way that you want it to. And you can say no when you want, you can say yes when you want, you can structure it however you want. And there are there is zero negative price to be paid for the decisions that you need to make. Whether it's a mom I'm working with who wants to actually start a family, how stupid is it that, that someone like that gets penalized? Or someone who says, hey, you know what? I'm sick of IT. I wanna actually see what I can do to, to, to make that happen. This all changes once the commitment says, hey, you know what? I'm not playing that game. I, I have got to start playing this in a way that fundamentally serves me and 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 moves towards an outcome I, I you know I'm after. So long answer I know, but it has been you know 12 years into it, it has been such an amazing journey. 2,000 people shifted in this way of all different personality types, and I can tell you we we all can we all can we all can do this. You know we all can diversify in this way. I hope yeah, that makes sense. I, I love it. I, no, I love it, and I love I love different. And like you said, this is kind of like the way that I think, like, I, I don't necessarily go and look at things the same way that other people do. And it, it seems like you have, yeah. have found this path to be able to open up this other, this other angle that most people might not necessarily see. And I want to dive into that. But first, I, I just want to go back. Um, you said that you, you know, an actor at one point, and I'm curious if you have ever taken any improv classes by chance. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, you know, one of the, one of the most fun I've probably ever had in school, you know, has been that. And, and, you know, for, for those of you listening who are like familiar with, with improv, you know, one of the cardinal rules, right, is when you're up there on the stage, you may not know what the answer is. You may not yeah. know what to do, right? But don't say no, right? The answer is to run with what you have, to make grist out of what you have. And I think mm -hmm. that that, that attitude and that perspective, this kind of agile way of sort of looking at, at what you're doing there, that's a really good like mind state to have when you're talking about, about moving ahead, you know? Like yeah. we, we sometimes think, oh, okay, you know, I get this big meeting, this opportunity. I sort of, I got to prepare to say the right things. And then I sort of mentally almost check out exactly. and I wait to sort of be asked, right? If you bring a little bit of that 
shall we say, improvisational attitude to it to say, hey, you know what? Let's see, I've, I've got 30 minutes with Matt. Instead of trying to pitch him or present him, let's actually see if we can start talking about what he's actually experiencing. And let me see if I can actually start helping him right now. Let me see what, let me see what we can do. You know, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that attitude will get you usually so much further, so I, much I further, you know, agree. Um, completely yeah. agree. Yeah. I think that, I think that improv is like a, an overlooked skill, like, you know, not, not many people, yeah. you know, I, I don't, it doesn't even matter what industry you're in. I think that it's, it's something that, you know, it's, it's communication. It's getting out of your own head. Like what you're saying, like, stop trying to, um, you know, plan everything all out and just let things happen. And, yes. and I mean, that's basically what improv is all about and, and being yes. able to use that and apply that in all areas of life. It doesn't matter if you're sitting next to somebody, you know, in a taxi or, you know, in a plane, or, you know, you are pitching somebody like those, those, those communication capabilities and skills can come in handy, you know, throughout life. Right. Oh, so. my, oh, oh, oh my, oh my gosh. I, I mean, I mean, having been on the other side of the hiring table and, and, and listen to, uh, what employers will also, you know, what their um, attitudes and thoughts have been after the fact, you know, a lot of times, the reason, you know, really promising people will get passed over, especially late stage. This is crazy, but but it's it's a reality. They didn't do anything wrong. But the but the problem was, at least one person in that room got a sense that says, hey, you know what, Matt is so qualified and all of this, but he kind of like told us everything that we needed to hear, didn't we? You know, and mm -hmm. the truth is, you know, if we give him this job right now, we've only told him 30 to 40% of what's going on here. He's going to be hitting, hitting the storm once he's, mm -hmm. once and the fact is he's going to very quickly run into zones where he, we're, none of us are going to have an answer. Uh, we're going into absolutely new territory. And if I'm going into battle like that, whether it's my CTO, my CMO, whoever it is, I need to know that he's going to have the backbone to actually call me out on stuff. I know for a fact, that I don't have all the answers here. So yeah. it, it 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 concerns me that I had three or four hours of FaceTime with Matt and every single assertion I made was backed up, was validated as though it were the right thing to do, you know? Call right. it out, you know? If yeah. you, you know better, right, for what you do. If you're hearing BS, there's no better way to express value to be like, hold on a second, back up. Yeah. Don't this walk, yeah. walk me through this, you know? Yeah. But, yep. but we feel like we don't have the, we feel somehow that we don't have the right to, activate our own intuition, you know, again, using this sort of improv analogy, you know, like, like the, the way that you are when you're at work and all of these instincts, right, they have a place, you know, whether we talk about it in terms of hiring or networking or whatever, that's, that's the, that's the magic, you know, don't sit on that, you know. Yeah, um, yeah completely, yeah, completely agree. So, so let's walk down the path of, yes. you know, what someone you know, you mentioned that the 54 year old who, you know, hadn't really put anything away. Is that, is that a common situation? Would you say that a lot of people, you know, are in, so, so that's kind of setting up, this is what today is like, what does tomorrow look like after, you know, they've gone through uh, and worked with you, right? Yeah. It, it's a, you know, the, um, the underpinnings of what we teach, you know, I firmly believe this and I've seen people who you know, I'd love to have had a chance to work with them, but we've had plenty of people who have learned what we're talking about here, run with it and and used it. So this stuff can help anyone. Uh, yes, Arthur's situation is 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 not uncommon. I think though the the way to almost think about this is what got him stuck, what got, let's say I'm working with with someone Mark right now. Uh, he's brilliant, brilliant C-suite level executive. 
uh, ageism is the thing that that he feels like has been marginalizing him. Mm-hmm. I work with people who are like, look, Anish, the truth is I'm a woman in oil and gas. I'm never going to get a, a fair shake. All of that might be true. Okay. And the truth is, you know, I'm a six foot one brown guy. There's probably been tons of times I've been marginalized silently mm-hmm. uh, uh, for that. That that the point is is not to somehow win over everyone. You never will. The point is actually to get bigger than the one or two people who are going to do that. And mm-hmm. the way that you're going to do about this is to think about what actually what actually fosters a hire. The job posting, right? When you see something like that, that's actually a very very old pain that's been going on at that company. Mm -hmm. They've tried to solve it in all likelihood a whole bunch of different ways. They tried to solve it internally. They moved out to their whole staff. They said, who do you know? Who can you move in? All of these people had a different go of it in terms of doing it. They may have even hired people at that rate. It didn't work. And at every stage, they're tacking new things on as they're pushing as they're pushing the role out towards other people further away from the real line of command, more qualifications, more things that they didn't even want before, they're yeah. adding in there because the, 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 the thing is happening. Okay, so if the idea is all offers, all offers are based on, on pain that's there, then the first thing that we need to realize is that the job postings and what you're seeing there, that's just some companies that are that are, that are showing you some amount of pain. But when we're looking at an industry or we're looking at companies, the, the full number of companies right now that are experiencing pain that you can then attach yourself to and an offer and, stru- and structure an offer around full-time, part-time consulting is infinitely higher. The estimates are eight to 10 times higher than, than whatever you might see at a glance, right? So the idea first and foremost is how do I not chase more job postings or find more here, but say, okay, I got these end stage ones here. Fine. Okay. How though can I start diversifying and start talking to people at these companies so I can start identifying the pain earlier? Because Mm -hmm. the earlier you identify the pain, the less competition there has, and the earlier it's happening, the easier it is for me to actually hire you and get you set up without going through all of that. The more leverage you have, you know. Yeah. I right now running, you know, running this company, I've got five or six priorities right now. I was just having a meeting with my team. I'll tell you, out of those five or six, one's a marketing one, one's an operational one. If I'm building a relationship with someone, if they take time to set up a a, a call with me, I'll probably say yes because you know what, I can probably ask them a couple of questions that that are pertinent. If they're able to identify what is really going on. On and then say, hey, Anish, here's here's the deal. You have a couple of ways that you guys can can address this. Here's what I found works. Here's what I think is the right way to do it because this is going to take it beyond just solving problems and get you into a zone where what you wanted to do with this company, where you wanted to go, this is in alignment. This is what I can do. This is what we should do in terms of what's there. If you start doing that, even in the most humble way, like spend. 20 minutes a week at the beginning. You know what I mean? Just diversifying, just just building the relationship first, getting acclimated to branding yourself in that in, in, you know, you know, in a separate way, which we can talk about. That will really, really shift it. So the business of generating offers and abundance for you is really your business of identifying relevant pain. That's yeah. really what what it is. So if you say, okay, that's where I can get it, then that means the offers can come anywhere. The second thing would be. not to go too far ahead of ourselves, how do I change my first impression so that automatically those people I need to be building a relationship with don't automatically discount me as a job seeker, right? Mm -hmm. And so the other part, you know, and I'll see this all the time, is that in people's brands and stuff like that, they'll either, you know, they're doing what's called advanced skill trading. So they're like, look, experience-wise, 
I deserve to be a CTO of a company. I've got all this tech experience. Well, when I got into the industry, I did a bunch of assessments and tests. So why don't I get a six page resume and just fill out every technical thing I want. But the truth is for a CTO role, that, that might work for like an IT manager of some yeah. you know mid-grade company. But if we're talking about a Fortune 50 CEO, I could develop a one-page resume for them that has not one technical thing mentioned there because that's we don't we're not hiring you for tech capabilities mm -hmm. at that point. Mm -hmm. We're hiring you to be a strategic partner to this business. But that way of thinking is something anyone can use out there. Instead of saying, look, how many skills can I throw out there or how can I reverse engineer myself to sort of fit into their box? Say, hey, what's my what's Matt Shields? magic process for moving a company forward as only he could. What yeah. could you do based on your journey that no one else can? Start branding yourself that way, LinkedIn, resume, what you decide to talk about in uh, you know on the interview and the face-to-face. -face. All of a sudden now, instead of people feeling defensive because look, you've never been nothing but an employee. So why are you talking to me? You know, mm -hmm. that's the truth mm -hmm. of it. Now you have something. Now there's something you can engage with. There's something you can fight for. There's something that I can say, Matt, what you guys are doing is absolutely wrong in this organization. It is, you should burn that strategy to the ground. And, and I'm telling you this, and you know, I'm not on your payroll. I'm telling you this as an expert. So do yeah. it. You know what I mean? So you have something there, right? And, and most people, because they don't have something to talk about, because they don't have a larger purpose than just, I want a job or I want to work for Meta or whatever, that's where they get, they get blocked, right? If you have a process, this whole thing opens up. And if you have a process, you can attack the first interview or the first relationship, not from a lens of what am I going to say, mm -hmm. but here's the thing. What can I ask? Spend 99% of your time coming up with the right questions, coming up with questions that are meant to make you respected, to make you open up and, and to get us kind of doing what we call the mirror interchange. You know, yeah. you show me what's going on here confidentially. Yeah. I'm showing you what's going on here. I'm doing my best to help. I don't know if there's an offer there, but I know that if I help you in the yeah. right way, I'm going to have this relationship. And I know that for the right people, right? The, there's going to some of, for some of the relationships I, I build, the kind of pain we identify here is going to be so severe that you're not going to accept anything other than me personally getting involved to solve it and take it out of your life. That's the, that's the game of diversification in a nutshell, you know, and everyone can do it. Everyone can talk. You can talk to a CEO today and you can do that 20, 30 years ago, but yeah. today the pain is overriding everything. It's killing the hierarchies. It's killing recruiters and their and their little networking games. It's destroying all of that and eating it up. And in exchange for that. Hey, it's Matt. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that I've connected with hundreds of extremely successful entrepreneurs. We've interviewed multimillionaires, a few billionaires, top marketers, technologists, brokers, and so, so many more. Many of our guests have even landed on the Fortune 5000 or even the 500 list on at least one occasion. These people are doers, and these are the type of leaders that you want to be connected with and learn from. This whole thing started because I know that the fastest way to success was following others who have done what I'm looking to do first. We created Pass the Secret Sauce so that we could get our own business questions answered and that we could get access to the best minds in business. You see, entrepreneurs are my people, and I truly enjoy connecting with and learning from other successful business owners, and I wanted you, my listeners, to be the first to know about something new coming out. 
We're calling this 99 Entrepreneur Strong, and it's a community of like-minded business owners just like you who want to learn from and connect with other business owners to create generational wealth together. 99 Entrepreneur Strong is a community of individuals just like you who want to strengthen their business, learn what techniques are generating revenue for other business owners, and perhaps even collaborating on future projects and products. The goal is to get your business growing so that you can begin creating generational wealth. As you probably know by now, we invest in large multifamily opportunities, and we want to help our network of entrepreneurs be able to do the same. Some of my best friends are business owners, and it's so much fun being able to create opportunities and grow together. With 99 Entrepreneur Strong, you'll be able to network with people from all sections of industry, from investors looking to deploy capital to new opportunities, project managers looking for investors, marketing experts, contractors, mindset gurus, manufacturers, and so, so much more. I've been at this entrepreneur role for a while, and I know it takes a community to make just one business work. And the 99 Entrepreneur Strong Community is my attempt to shorten your learning curve to get you plugged in to leading experts that you need fast. All this so that you can generate the capital to invest in other passive income opportunities, such as multifamily. Unlike other groups, 99 Entrepreneur Strong is a private organization that you have to apply for. Once you're approved in the group, we will match you with other entrepreneurs who we feel you will connect with. We hold monthly mastermind sessions where members will present their business story, what they need, and what they may be struggling with. And the group will offer suggestions, resources, or solve the business problems together. We also will hold other framework sessions throughout the month where other 99 Entrepreneur Strong members will present what they are currently doing in their own companies. Every session will be recorded and added to the library so you will have access to these resources whenever you need them. When you grow your business with scale, you can also impact other areas that are important to you. With the 99 Entrepreneur Strong Project, combined with our portfolio of multifamily assets and network of other entrepreneurs, our personal impact project is to eradicate the euthanasia of dogs. It's a lofty goal, but I know we can have huge impacts when we join together. So by applying to be a member of 99 Entrepreneur Strong, you'll learn how to make your business grow with tactical advice. You'll network and personally partner with other extremely successful individuals. You'll learn about other generational wealth building opportunities. And perhaps the biggest impact is that you'll help eradicate dog euthanasia. With that, I look forward to meeting you, learning from you, and helping you grow. To learn more, go to 99entrepreneurstrong.com. There is this mad, mad hunger and opportunity for individuals who can actually say, yep, we do this now. Nope, you're not going to do this now. Let's talk about this. Don't ask me about what happened five years ago, okay? I want to know what you guys have been doing to manage the challenge churn for the last six months that I noticed you haven't been talking about. Yeah, that's what yeah. I want to know about, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I. That's my right as an expert is to hold your feet to the fire for what I do. And I want everyone out here listening to, 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 to do the same. When you're interviewing with a company, because of your questions, they should know you have extremely high exacting standards of what makes for a company that's going to work, what's mm -hmm. not. When, when they're talking to you, it should absolutely never be, hey, I've got an opportunity. Are you interested? Yes, I am. It should be interesting, 
Let's talk. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see what these yeah. details. Never, ever, ever. No preemptive yeses. No preemptive sending a resume out there without knowing what you're going to do. All of that is going to. It has to. Has to go. I'm getting ahead of myself, but it's true. You know, like we we say, I want to be a leader, but none of my behaviors and actions say that I'm a leader, right? Yeah. So yeah. how am I going to take you seriously? I can even give you the salary and I can bring you on board, but if you've never challenged me, if I if I don't see what that mm -hmm. real dynamic is. I'm never going to stop micromanaging you. And I'm never, ever going to stop thinking about the fact that when this business changes, dude, you're out. Yeah. You're like, like, yeah. like we got you, you solved the problem. So like, yeah. why do I need to keep you around for year two or year three? You know, like why, why? I mean, if you haven't, if it had, if it didn't start with that, right. If there wasn't some recognition that everything Matt does is towards a bigger purpose, then you have no bigger purpose, right? You're just a problem solver, right? Yeah. And so you have no leverage in the marketplace, right? So um, just something to think about, you know, when you're when you're looking at the road out there. So, so I, I don't know if this is just again. I haven't, I haven't, you know, looked for a job in a long time, but yes, I find yes, this, yes. I, I find this incredibly fascinating that you're, you've kind of taken the the. I guess the business approach, the business pitch, if you will, where, you know, everyone's saying, you know, find the problem, solve the problem, right? And you're, you're doing the exact same thing, you know, sort of from the other side, from the employee, you know, uh, side where, you know, you're coming in and more or less, again, pitching that, pitching that problem. And I've never, I've never even heard of that or considered that before, you know, from an employee standpoint. And I was kind of flipping this around again, from an employee, employer standpoint, is there something that that we can be doing better? You know, again, you, you put together these these you know these these wish lists. You know, we, we want you to have all of these different qualifications. It would be nice mm. if you had this this type of of uh, you know experience. Rather than having those those high level conversations, um, you know, th there's a line here, obviously, where you might not necessarily want to. Um, display what your challenges are per se, but, you know, maybe being a little bit more, you know, diving a little bit deeper into that and, and, you know, kind of scratching that surface a little bit more in those public advertisements so that, you know, people can say, okay, yeah, I've solved that for other companies or I've, I've done that before. I, 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 I you know, you, you said it exactly right. I, I, and you, you, you hit the, the elephant in the room in some sense about why that approach fundamentally is a lot more flawed than I think, you know, gets thing, which is the truth. Like if I'm running a business, right. And let's say I'm hiring an expert in marketing. I am not telling monster and indeed and public that the reason I'm, I'm hiring it is because we lost 40% of our business because right. it was based on events and the pandemic happened. Right. So yeah. I'm going to make up some gobbledygook. Right. But the problem on the candidate side is that if you go in there saying, okay, that's what the truth is. I'm going to align to that. That's what I'm going to talk about. Right. If you, if you don't get to what is really going on in the first interview, you failed. There's no yeah. way back from that, okay? There's no leverage you have. So assume that first and foremost, assume every job posting is completely lying to you and none of that is the truth. So you don't have to worry about, about aligning to it. Again, having a process that that overrides it will give you the best uh, way to stand out and, mm -hmm. and get that traction regardless. The other thing though here, you know, in terms of, in terms of what we're talking about, Traditional hiring has become so expensive and it's become uh, the ROI has become so low. All these ATS systems and all of this has not the promise of that, which was supposed to be better hires who hang around longer and ideally perform better. 
has been a complete failure. So mm -hmm. that hasn't worked. And so what we're seeing is that quietly companies across the board are shoveling money, not into more recruiting, more hiring, but they're actually shoveling it into incentives, bonus programs for their existing talent workforce. They're saying, hey, look, we, we want to institute programs. We want to put in rewards. We want you to actually take your own networking more seriously. And, and, and we want to deploy you and reward you where possible for, mm -hmm. For bringing, for bringing in the right people. So I will tell you the people that I work with, you know, uh, personally, for us, our solution at this point even includes, we have a proprietary LinkedIn automation software, which basically takes care of all the outreach, all the networking and everything for you. But you don't have to go that far if you're not, if you're not there. But the way that you want to think about this is if you're talking to the right people and they respect who you are, and there's a professional basis for the call that you are able to hold. In other words, you know that the reason I'm talking to you, you know, I'm taking 30 minutes out of my day out of a very full client calendar, because I see value in your pathway. I think that there are parallels. And I think that there would be value there. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no, I could not care less about your family or your loved ones right now. That's not why I'm taking time away from mine. There's a, there's a very clear offer oriented reason. Now, in my messaging to you, in my brand, everything is going to be aligned towards that offer. And it's going to be aligned towards maintaining that. My saying is, if I have to pitch anything to you, I have done something wrong in terms of the first impression and how mm -hmm. I've set this up. Mm -hmm. There's no pitching. And if you think that if you have the, if you're going to come and take time out of my calendar and you're going to say something like, what have you been up to? Or what have you, you know, like that's more of a marker to me mm -hmm. that we're going to be wrapping this call up in the next three minutes. You know what I mean? It's not a marker of you and what you're going to get. It's a marker that you didn't do the right research here. So what I want to do here for, for everyone that I, that I speak with and everyone that I work with, right. Is I want to hit those zones of authority, credibility, and unique value so that as much as possible, we're jumping in there. Now, beyond that, I would say for everyone listening, if you're talking about what you do, I know this is going to sound simplistic, but it's the one of the easiest ways we can protect our interests. Take it seriously. In other words, I'm seeing people in interviews saying, "Oh, oh, Matt, it's God, it's great. You know, you got a little, got a little podcast off the ground. Did a little bit of that. That's cool." Excuse me, right? That's that's your moment where you it's for for not just what you're doing here, but in terms of just the overall the mental state here. Don't allow yourself to get minimized like that. I'm not saying be combative, but I'm saying. Well, it's a little bit more than that, right? This is one of the this is this is what we were able to build from scratch. This is what the plan was. This these are the amazing voices we brought in. Here's the incredible impact that we made happen here. It is very very far away from just a sideline that yeah. that that went about. I see people, you know, all the time. They're letting their their capabilities get minimized. Oh, you're a marketer, right? So, well, you know, we've been talking with marketing experts. Da, 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 da. Your answer is not to play into that and somehow pitch your way out. You're never going to pitch them in that way. Your your answer in that moment is to ask yourself. There's a formula that we use all the time: acknowledge, isolate, pivot. Right. So you're saying, hey, I'm a marketer. I want this X skills. We'd really like to see this. Okay, I acknowledge what's going on here. Isolate. Let's talk about why you want this, right? Let's talk about, about mm -hmm. what's driving this need here, right? It looks to me like X is going on. Now I'm going to pivot, right? So here's a moment here uh, that I think perfectly illustrates that. Yes, yes, yes. It has nothing to do with the number of people you're looking to lead. I'm talking about the principle of how to lead these people in this moment, right? Does that make sense to you? Because I don't want to just be pitching meta here, okay? Mm -hmm. Does this make sense? What can you tell me about what is actually going on? Because quite frankly, I don't believe a single thing in this posting. Yeah. Not one. Yeah. That's going to prove your credibility 
infinitely better than you sitting there pitching and presenting like an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yep. This is about this is about courage and standing up and above all being willing to be like, look, every single interview is a no. Until the offer is there, it is a no. I don't okay. care how many interviews you have or or what promises they tell you, it is 100% a no. So your question is, when you go into that call, when you go to that interview, make it worthwhile for yourself. Don't leave with that little feel of guilt and shame that happens yeah, when we I give up our, ourselves. Yep, yeah. it, it's time to, to stand up and say, okay, if I know it's gonna be a no with, with exploring this relationship with Matt, fine. How can I make this valuable? I can build this relationship so that this continues growing regardless of, of the role. I can change, I, there's all these things, right? Make it about um, personal criteria that you can control and will help you regardless of whether or not the outcome comes into play. And you'll behaviorally start shifting yourself into a way where more authority will stay in your zone and you'll be able to call it out. But calling the calling out, take it from an introvert, okay? Yeah. Calling out is one of the best things that you can do. And it's one of the most productive things because we that's what we want from a hire. That's what we want. We want someone who's going to call it out. I will, you know, the reason I married my wife among the major reasons <laughs> is because, you know, I, I, here's someone who like in 30 seconds will give me, will raise the eyebrow being like, ah, I don't buy that. Or why did yeah. you get all shady there all of a sudden? What's going on there? You know what I mean? It, 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 shifted everything you know and it made me look at myself i'm like yeah you know what i guess i did do that you know yeah. what i mean like i guess i am kind of really there's um that's the magic of i think trusting individuals over over putting your faith into a a dream company not to say that you shouldn't but individuals really they're the ones who changed my life you know like mm -hmm. like it was trusting people like you and saying hey look no strings i'm going to do my best to help you no matter where it goes that's the decision that really, really, really shifted everything for me. And it brought so much hope and light back into everything because I realized that there's so much, so there's so much, not just business, but so many amazing people out there and mm -hmm. so many people worth partnering with and, and doing your best. And it, it made the haters and the marginalizers, you get bigger than it because you realize like, it's all right. Like, it's okay. If like one out of a thousand, one out of 500 decides not to, not to get you, man, yeah. you you are never going to run out of yeah opportunities they're waiting for you right now and that's and and i'm so glad that you you went down that path of of identifying you know kind of your own mindset you know in this in this in this path right like i think i think a lot of people get caught up in the you know i got to impress this person you know who's writing for me right now and and um you know just getting past that and and um you know recognizing who you actually are, who you, you know, what you can actually bring to the table. In incredibly, incredibly powerful. Um, you, you, you mentioned before the, I can't remember the acronym that you use, but the, the, um, you know, the identify pivot and yes. you know, the accept, acknowledge, acknowledge, isolate pivot. Yes. 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 <laughs> so, so you're doing that when you come into, into the meeting, do you have any strategies on identifying like you, you said, like, I think this is what's going on, yeah. right? But if the yeah. company is hiding all of this, yep. any, any thoughts on how to dive yes. in and get more information on what might actually be going on? 
Yes. So, so uh, what we do when we work with people is, you know, because a lot of the people we're working with, they're time compressed and, but they still need to scale up the relationship building, et cetera. So if you are, for example, let's say your next week has like six or seven high level conversations, relationships, you can't start from scratch for, for each and every one of these. So mm-hmm. what we will do is we'll build, we'll help our clients build what's called a question bank, which is essentially a repeatable tool that you would use for all of this. But the principle, right? The principle of this is to say, okay, where would the rub in a, in a in in a simple plain english way where does the rubber meet the road for my offer right so if if i say like look you know i help people you know generate offers on demand i don't want to have a conversation about that that's salesy that i'm going to get in that zone but the truth is you know there are concerns about if you're if you're out there and you're feeling dissatisfied for whatever reason you've been trying to solve this there's going to be an impact on your finances there's going to be an impact on your relationships with your family and the dreams that you have for them. There's going to be an impact on your self-esteem, self-belief. There's going to be an impact in terms of the hours that you're spending per week, probably away from your work, trying to solve this in terms of these actions. There's going to be all of these things. And the same thing is true, regardless of what industry path you're in. You know, if, if, if I'm in uh, technology, right. What I don't want to be focused on talking to potential bosses who have the same background of me. I want to be thinking about influencing building relationships with people who are a affected by the pain of what I do at the highest mm-hmm. level, but not necessarily with my background, right? So IT, you know, growth transformation, uh, riding this digital wave, changing this company the only way that we can, who's affected by that? Obviously, the CEO is, ops operations are, the, the chief strategy officer would be, the chief people officer would be. These are all people that I can, I can talk to that would be valuable for me to talk to. And if my questions were geared not towards um, artificially kind of gotcha, I found the pain, you know, yeah, but yeah. if you think of it, like, you know, when you go to go to a doctor, they don't do that either. You know, they do it in a very, very wonderful way. And in a gentle way, they lead you through this assessment. But the magic of an assessment is that you are all the authority that you want, all the trust that you want is actually being fostered through the process of the questions this person is asking mm-hmm. and the clarity that you're getting in real time. So if I say, look, these are some questions I could ask about this person's current role, about how um, they're dealing with their team, about their past journey. And these are questions that it gets me in the universe of talking about those areas that I deal mm-hmm. with all the time. That would allow you to start having that knowledge inter- interchange. You'd start you know, if you're focusing on an industry, this is the best way to get real insider information to really understand what's going on. I can start trading notes and what's going on. And once I'm here, once we're here, it is easy, easy, easy to go deeper from a place of like, hey, could we talk a little bit about this? And and look, if it's too too uncomfortable, I get it. But yeah, um, I'm a nerd about this. I want to see people win at this. And I really do like, you know, stand for a mission that you would be happy if someone you spoke with or a company you spoke with, if they benefited from it, even if they didn't pay you, would yeah. you still be happy? Would you still be yeah, like, we got one, man, we yeah. got one, okay? Yeah. That's a sign, okay? That's a sign that you're on a, you're on a pathway of thinking about yourself that's really, really, really going to work there. But it's that art, you know, of of um, asking those questions. In a first date, you know, we always say, what am I gonna say? But the, but the counterintuitive thing is, if you spend most of that time you know, asking thoughtful questions, you know, really learning and doing that. I promise you, you walk out of there, your date is going to be Matt. That Matt was one of the most, most, one of the smartest, 
mo most insightful people I have ever I have ever mm -hmm. spoken with. You know, and the same thing is true here. You know, think about where your offer, where what you do meets the ground level, and start having conversations in a friendly way. And don't be afraid to openly say, "Hey, look." It's not my job to bamboozle you for a role, but it is definitely my job to see if I can help. And it's and and I am personally invested in building this relationship because I think it would be helpful. You know, that yeah. did that did 80% of the heavy lifting before I was a coach or before ever there was a program or anything like that. The simple ability to be like, Matt, how did you do this? Like, how did this journey come about? Like being a fan, you know, instead of instead of trying to impress, you know, like because yeah. I really was a fan, you know, yeah. it's these things that. I know that they're simple, but um, they can really, really, really make a difference. You know, don't worry about impressing people. Like, um, don't worry about 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 trying to you know say the the right thing to them. Focus on 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 hearing them. Focus on on being in there and focusing on learning from them. And you'll get you'll get the information. You can always follow up with someone after the fact. You know what right. I'm saying? Like yeah. like like. But it's that it's that beginning part. If they get that sense of okay, I can trust you that's 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 it that's the that's the magic click that makes you go man if there was competition it's gone you know and you can do this in a traditional interview as well you know um yeah. we've had people shifted even in a five minute like conversation just by dint of what they asked in that five minutes you know they're expecting some puffery you know they ask a kind of a hard-hitting question that gets you thinking okay there's no one else after this you know like like who's got that understanding you know yeah and i I think that this is, you know, I know that we're talking about employees, but I mean, a, a lot of what you're talking about is, can be applicable, you know, to to other people going, you know, and, and exploring, you know, a business opportunity with the company, yes. right? You know, you're getting in and, and you're talking about those, those more hard hitting, impactful questions, which is going to make you stand out, you know, above, above everybody else, right? Everybody else is walking in with their pitch decks and, you know, we did this and we did that and mm -hmm. here's accolades and, you know, this is all of us. But, you know, when you get in and you start, you know, really identifying, you know, some of those issues, it, it, it absolutely, it, I can actually picture like somebody standing in front of me right now and like, you know, this would be great if they start talking about these types of things. And um, I, I you're, 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 what you're doing for people is just absolutely, absolutely incredible. Um, okay, I really, man. yeah, I really like, I, I love the, I love the approach and the mindset and, and, uh, you know, just coming at this from a completely different angle from what, you know, 99% of, you know, the people out there looking for work, um, you know, take things. So that's, that's fantastic. Um, it, it's, so, it's, it's so cool to, to see the barriers breaking down a little bit in terms of, you know, we're saying entrepreneurial, taking a more entrepreneurial approach to the work. But I think what's also cool is, you know, I don't know if you recognize this, you know, many of the entrepreneurs I've spoken to, they've also been like, man, you know, at this point, I got to go on this path. But the cool thing is, is that that permeability, right? It kind of goes both ways right now where, you know, you don't have to have a traditional background. You could be, an, right. you could have been an entrepreneur your whole life and you can, you can partner with a company right now and you can do some really meaningful work and, and you're, they're never going to be more receptive than they are uh, right now. That to me is very exciting, even though I get it, it can be, it can be a little scary to contemplate, but ultimately the net the net result is more opportunities for people like us, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and that's always a, a really, really, really good thing and something worth being optimistic about. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it all comes down to, you know, the ask and, and taking that step moving forward, you know, Agreed. having that courage to be able to, you know, go whatever direction it is that you're looking, you know, to be able to take that in. 100%, so, 100%, yeah. dude. 
Yeah, that's very cool. I love it. Anish, if people want to learn more about you, your services, what would be the best way to reach out and get in touch? Matt, I feel like this conversation went by like it was five. It was I, five I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, I'm like, it's yeah. already, we're yeah, almost that's, an hour in already. <laughs> that's, it's, it's a testament to how, how uh, great you are at what you do, man. Um, I um, So there's uh, one for those of you who'd like to learn the whole strategy. Uh, there's a special link I'd like to offer called, uh, it's called tap the hidden job uh, period market forward slash ASAP. And uh, if you go over there, it's a completely free class. It's about an hour long. Uh, we just wrapped it. Uh, it'll teach you the five major shifts that our clients are using. It'll give you examples through all of that. So you can start implementing it if you're interested. And if you want to get in touch with me and my team, you'll have the ability to do that at the end of the class. Helloinish.com is also uh, a big HQ for us with a lot of career trainings and stuff like that. Again, focused on sort of doing this differently to get an outsized result. And um, LinkedIn, for those of you who are on LinkedIn, Put in a niche, put in the word career. I'm over there. And and again, I'm doing my best, me and my team every day, as we're looking at people out there in the trenches, making these moves and getting these outcomes. We're, we're constantly trying to share things and give these little nuggets to members of our network out there on LinkedIn, just so you also know, like, hey, man, you're not alone. Like, like mm-hmm. the biggest illusion is thinking that you're doing all of this alone. But there's a whole world of people out, out there who... Um, want this who are who are fighting for this and who are willing and able to help you if you uh if you feel like you need it so i hope that that's helpful absolutely i love it yeah like i said i think that there's there's so many nuggets from today so many things that can be applied to so many different areas of life so uh again maybe it's maybe it's the uh the early days of of uh improv but you you have a great way of being <laughs> able to you know express these things in in different different capacities and in different lights so uh, you know, kudos to you. That's, that's, that's really amazing. So I'm thankful. I'm thankful to be, uh, to be, um, taking some time to, you know, chat with someone who clearly, you know, your connection to what you do, I think is right there. It's clear. It's right there on the surface. And if there's one thing that I want for everyone that I work with also is that in your way, you know, I want it to be as easy as you seem to make it. Yeah. That's what I want for, you know, I want, I want people to feel that way when it comes to their professional careers, you know, that it's like, all right, man, like wherever we go, I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but yep. I know that it's going to be a good part of this journey and a relevant part of my journey. And I'm, I'm excited to look at it, you know? Yeah. Love it. I love it. Anish, thank you for the time. This has been fantastic. Thanks for listening. And remember, pass the secret sauce.